Holes once again. Welcome back, dear listeners, to a couch conversation. It's yeah. been a while <laughs> since our last one. I'm sitting here with Jakob Hultkans Hansson. Yeah. Welcome, my dear friend. Thank you, Andreas. Nice to be here. Really comfy. Yeah, my comfy couch here. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you. It's been a couple of decades we know yeah. each other. Long time friend. Yeah, very very much so. Very dear friends. And I think uh, as an introduction, we're going to jump into a question right away. Good. Because like the first question is... How did the two of you meet? Mm-hmm. So, do, do you want to go or should I? Well... It's uh, your uh, couch conversation. You should go. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't even ask. Sorry. I, I'm well, um, I think it was... I mean, what what year could it have 95. been? 95. 95, yeah. Autumn of 95. Yeah, so I was the drama teacher at a school in Stockholm. And you were attending that school. Yep. 17 years of age. Yeah. And I was like 25 or something. Ish. Uh, four or five. 24. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so uh, I was invited to do a Shakespeare play with you guys. Or you requested that. Actually, yeah, we started doing some like ordinary drama, uh, uh yeah, drama. <laughs> we, we've been drinking a while already, so it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, some drama lessons, some drama exercises, yes, exercise, drama exercise. Yeah. And then we were like, but we want to do a play, can't we do a play? Please, please, can we, can we, can we, yeah. And I said, what what play do you want to do? And you said, Shakespeare. We want to do Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Do you remember which one we did? The first Tempest. one? We Tempest. We did Tempest, <gasps> yeah. We did. <gasps> and you played uh, one of the the youngsters on the, on the on the island. No, that was Midsummer Night's Dream. I played the old oh, yeah, councilman, yeah, 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 yeah. the old councillor. Of the it's guys the, who that was the the year after, yeah, yeah, that's right. the, the, because we did a Midsummer Night's Dream and I did Demetrius, yeah, that's the second true. year, yeah. first year I did I don't even Egevs, yeah, Egevs, Egevs, yeah, yeah. The, the, councilman the council to the 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 king who was shipwrecked, yeah, yeah, mm. it's true, yeah, that was fun, yeah, and, and we, we started, uh, sorry, yeah, we started to hang out and uh, our. Yeah, we. I mean, we were approximately the same age. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> and I was new to Stockholm, and you showed me around a little bit. Yeah. We called you Jakob from Farsta for like two years, because that's how you introduced yourself the very first time. I did. I'm Jakob from Farsta. <laughs> and we were like, okay, Jakob from Farsta, that's your name now. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like yeah. high school students do. Yeah, well... <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah, started hanging out on Irish pubs, primarily. Yeah, we did. Yeah, singing Irish songs and playing Irish music and mm. drinking a lot of Guinness and Jameson. You were only 17? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well. The drinking age in Sweden uh, was and is 18 for uh, most bars. But, I mean, I was, I was over 190 
already. I was like six foot three, six foot four. Yeah, you never had any. Started growing some beard, so I was rarely asked for. And we we were regulars at that Irish bar quite fast. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were there all, not every weekend, but damn near almost. <laughs> we were there a lot. We were there a lot. Yeah, well. I remember there was a there was a time the bar was packed. Like people were standing in two rows behind, like by the bar, trying to order, and we had a table, uh, like on the other side of the room. Yeah, and we, we just stood up and held out three fingers, yeah. and they brought us out three pints of Guinness. We didn't have, even have to go out to the bar and order. No. Um, that's how regular we were. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we kept in touch. Yeah, we did. Yeah, on uh, and off, you know. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Yeah. We have some uh, common friends as well. Yeah, and then we um, we decided to start a podcast together. That's also basically the next question: like, why? Uh, how did you? get into role-playing games and start start playing RPGs together. Yeah, that was kind of funny. You uh, called me up and said that you had a great idea mm-hmm. um, of something new and you knew that I had an interview podcast since um, mm. um, before and, and you wanted to talk about uh, another podcast. And I was really, uh, okay, so what are you thinking of? And mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were and explaining like, we're gonna play role-playing games and broadcasts and you were like i'm not sure about that <laughs> like, yeah i don't know man yeah i was like but i'll get okay. back to you <laughs> but but do you really think that i was thinking do you really think that people want to sit down and listen to people to other people um playing mm. role-playing games and you were like yeah, I know that they, that they, they are. do. Yeah, yeah and I do. said, I just said, look up Critical Role, like Google it, do some research for fifteen minutes, just look it up, yeah, and just like check it, check that out, and see what that is. That's like Emmy-winning actors uh, doing RPGs, and if 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 the actors are good enough, then it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, more or less, and. Um, I remember I was going to Japan with my oldest son. Um, he was just, you know, he he had um, finished ninth grade, uh, and we were going to Tokyo to uh, explore that town and uh, just having some quality time, just him and me. And we were talking about this all the time. Uh, and I said to him, hey, you, you, you have to help me. I don't know anything about this. You have to help me. How, how, do, how can I... I mean, just to choose a, a character. What should I play? What would be best? What, and, and he was kind of teaching me. And he was only like... I mean, you're 15 when you, you, when you finish, or 16. 15 or 16 yeah. when you finish your, uh, the ninth grade. And uh, he, was, he was growing so much from, from mm. teaching me about roping games. Because mm. I didn't know anything about it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And then, but then you, you talked a lot with him and, and you, you, you looked up some, some actual place. And then you called me back and said, 
Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So let's start finding some people to, yeah, to join us to do this. Yeah. And I knew uh, Dominic uh, from before. Yeah. And um, uh, Angela. And Angela, we uh, we had some uh, connections to. Uh, so I called them and 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 they wanted to. Mm. And I said, I have like one of the most well-merited voice actresses living in my like in doorway. Yeah, yeah. In my not the doorway, sorry, in my port, in my in my address, on my address, like yeah, yeah. And so funny and strange, but like those were the three first names we came up with, and they all wanted to join. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really asked anybody who. <laughs> that, that's kind of funny. No, we haven't asked anybody who who said who no, said no, no. Because then when Angela left and we asked Matthias to join, he was like, "Yeah, of course, yeah, I'd love that." Yeah. And then we felt, yeah, we, we need one more, and we asked Ingela, and she was like, oh, "I'll try it." And then she tried it, and she was like, "Yeah, I'd love to join." Yeah, a natural. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's like, yeah, yeah. so so much fun that we've, yeah, we we haven't had a single no ever. Just the ones we really Knock wanted to wood. join us. Huh? Knock on, Knock wood. on wood, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, we're very fortunate to have such incredible, talented people joining us. Yeah, and also when I when I listen to other uh, podcasts, um, I mean, there are definitely people who are more, um, I mean, that have been doing this for a longer period of time mm. and and I can sometimes I feel like they are so good at this and um, but a thing with with Sweden Rolls is that the voices is really different you it's it's easy to separate yeah the from the start that's been the case always yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, There's so many podcasts I listen to, and they're great they're amazing yeah but some of them I listen to 30 episodes and still been wondering like who's talking who's now yeah, yeah and that's that's annoying yeah, it, it is. takes energy for me at least when yeah. i listen to and yeah. i think that's one of our strengths from the get-go mm. really all right uh but both of these questions were from robbie by the way one of our uh, demon lord patrons on discord and he also have a follow-up question after having st- like when deciding to start sweden rose what made us decide for forbidden lands you want to do that? Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, um, from the beginning, we we talked about that um, from the beginning, and you had the idea of that that we should play Swedish role playing games. That was mm. the 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 first thing that we mm. we decided on because mm. uh, we have so many good mm. uh, creators and developers. Mm. Yeah, for sure. in yeah. in uh, Sweden, so that that would be natural to start there not mm. that we couldn't do other stuff exactly yeah but mm. but that would be our core uh, thing to do yeah and i th- think it was a, a good choice but yeah. we also wanted to do i mean for me it was <laughs> i love fun- fantasy and so yeah, you were the one who's saying rpgs are fantasy yeah for me for, it was yeah so you said like we should do a fantasy game and i said okay listen there's a game that's just been kickstarted. Listen. 
Listen, listen. I let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> there is a game coming, and it is going to be very, very good. And I had kickstarted it. It was the core box for the Forbidden Lands, and I said, "This is a simple game. It's from a an established publisher. It's fantasy. It's both new and you know, it's it's flirting with the old stuff, the old rocker, the Moana stuff. Yeah, and and it hasn't come out yet. So and. Since I'd had a Swedish language podcast before, I had some connections with Free League, mm. and so I, I talked to Nils Kelly and I, I said, "Like, okay, we're going to start a podcast. We're going to be very serious about it. We're going to take it very seriously. We want to do it very professionally, and we want to really uh, make an effort of spreading Swedish games. And we want to start with Forbidden Lands, and they were very helpful, yeah, uh, and appreciative with that, yeah." So I went to their office, their old, their previous, previous office uh, to bounce some ideas. I came with my GM's notes for the first season and said like, this is what I'm planning. Is it, do you think that's good? Should we yeah, make any changes? And they were like, yeah, just go. Yeah. And we actually got, when they got the, their first, um, like the print, uh, like the, uh, when you print a book, the, the the printing company sends you uh, uh, one or a few uh, excess, uh, copies. Like copies of it to see like, okay, this is what it's going to look like. Are you happy with this? Should mm. we change something? Mm. And they, they, I think they had like two of them and they gave us one of those. Yeah. So And they had just gotten it like the day before. So we got to see it before even half of the Free League had even seen it in print. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean thinking of it it's it's so um but i guess it's it it have to it has to do with with um, you've been playing for so long and been so devoted to your hobby because it's it's been your hobby right yeah i've been playing since yeah a little bit a little bit before we met since 94 mm. <laughs> yeah mostly drocker the Mourner, which is now dragon bane in english but yeah, but this is not a couch conversation about Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, uh, this one from Jan on Facebook. Jacob, you've been role-playing quite a while with Sweden Rolls now. Any highs and lows you'd like to share? What have you learned? Uh, no, sorry. This is from our patron, Sara. On Patreon. But from Facebook, Jan also asked, what's the most memorable thing you've had with Sweden Rolls. And I thought those kind of interconnected. Mm-hmm. So I combined them into a question like so highs and lows most memorable uh, during our soon five years with Sweden Rolls. Wow. I think, oh, the, that's a difficult question to answer. We have had so many highs and not so many lows, I would think. I mean, for me, it's always a low to listen to my own voice on on, on the podcast. I mean, Still it's, after it's, all these years. Yeah, it is. It mm. is. Uh, I mean, uh, it's also because uh, English being the second language, uh, you always feel that, oh, I would be so much more clever in my own language than I can be in, in mm. English. Mm. Um, but somehow you have to just, I mean, go with it and, and um, mm. 
not be hanged up. So that would be my low. It would be the first <laughs> listening to your own voice. Yeah, <laughs> listening to to my own voice, trying to <coughs> to play, and and also for me, um, when when I met uh, both Annelie and and uh, Dominic and and Angela. Uh, also, they were so good voice actors, so that was also something new for me. I hadn't mm. been working with that. So, do you feel that you've like learned from all these people that yeah. you've worked with yeah. during these yeah. five years? Yes, instantly. I mean, it was also going with the flow, but they were really good, especially Annalie. I mean, she's so experienced and so uh, fast with her characters, and so. Uh, I mean, she can do uh, a new character in, in instantly mm. uh, just by changing her voice. And it sounds amazing. Mm. She's mm. really good at English. and yeah. uh, so Both an artist and a craftsman. Yeah. Cross, yeah. Cross yeah. It's, it's really... Mm. It's, it's really inspiring to... Mm. But I also have to ask, when Odvir died in that during yeah. that live show, yeah, that's I saw it in your eyes. Yeah, that that one hit home. Yeah, that one got you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I saw it on your face. Yeah, I was. I mean, I mean, uh, you feel different things when when a character dies. I guess, um, and some of it is. Uh, the loss of the, of the character that you have been investing in, mm. and and also you feel the the, I mean, being an actor, you you're in the moment, you're in, and you you feel you you kind of feel the the life uh, slipping through your fingers, and 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 it's it's an it's a disappointment. Both as an actor playing that character, uh, realizing that you will never play it again, and also as the character, uh, I'm dying now. I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm going away. So so in a way, I mean, by doing this, it, it's really I mean, role playing games and acting as well is very much similar to what children are doing playing and uh why are we playing as children yeah we are playing to try stuff out to to learn things about life and and uh, of to learn things about being an adult and um and you kind of practice yeah and being human mm. uh, absolutely and uh, you, you you practice for for different things so mm. that's the that's a way of learning new things to play mm. um is is that similar to acting in that regard very much very much and i think it's it's a little bit it's a little bit hard to explain with with the words in um because you have so much better words in english for uh, for what you are doing when you act, um, and and that has to do with play. You're playing; it, it is a play. On the, on the theater, you you have a play, and and it's not a game. 
you know like like we say in in Swedish it's more of of the word is more of game it's it's a game you mean skådespel or yeah um, that mm. that that you play but not that you play as leka yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. um mm. the word mm. play in in english is the same as playing when you are a child You're gaming or uh, and and in swedish is more like oh, okay sorry i thought that's a, a game sorry. Yeah. I'll, i'll shut the fuck up <laughs> so um <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's very much for me. It was <coughs> when I started as an actor that was what I felt I was doing. I was playing, um, and I let other people watch when I was doing that. Mm. All right, moving on. This one from our patron, Kreste Chalström. Kreste, your northern dialect is a big part of your personal background. Are you using any dialect in your work? Or in private, or with friends, are you shifting depending on what you're doing, on or who you're talking to, or where you are? Or? I'm from the northern part of Sweden, where they talk really slow, <laughs> <laughs> slowly, and really back at the back of the uh, of the mouth. So you put the sounds like this and if i was talking so it, it's a bit like that when you when you <laughs> when you talk um uh, and um uh, well when i talk to friends up from the north part, northern part of sweden um of course i i fall into the dialect uh and when i talk to my family back home uh that's also what i do but um being an actor i've uh, i've had to change my dialect a bit because mm-hmm. it's it was so uh, wait a long sum slow yeah it was so slow so uh i, I it, <laughs> it would hinder me in my work mm. I don't remember you having a super distinct northern accent when you came to our school. And as you said, you've only been living in Stockholm for a short while by then. But I I, I, I actually remember thinking that like he doesn't have much of an accent, even though he's only been here for a short while. Mm. You know. But it's like, yeah, it's kind of similar to Britain and Queen's English. Mm. Like in Sweden, you're supposed to talk Riksvenska if you're talking in tv or in in any way there where people are watching you or listening to you unless you're doing a super like caricature character then you can do a a dialect but it's more difficult at least back in the 90s not now but back in the 90s wasn't it a bit like that as well maybe uh i think that i was uh Uh, I was told when I was quite young, uh, going into theater school or uh, applying for theater school, uh, that it might be good for me to train uh, mm. to to get rid of of the accent or mm. to uh, at least be able to use it when I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, so I, I I think I I tried to do that. Mm. Um, going back to Robbie from Discord, um, 
another one. I listened in on one of the recent interviews. I think it's the one I did with Joe O'Brien from the Glass Cannon podcast. We talked quite a, quite a lot about the character's hook. Like he he's very meticulous with every character having a hook. Yeah. Which draws a character into the adventure, which draws a character into the story. Yeah. Um so what makes it really interesting so that you do you work with this and do you discuss this among the crew? We haven't discussed it much. Like I don't know if we have discussed it, but I, I guess it's something that you um uh, <coughs> You and I might have, like, but I don't think we've done it around the table. Like, no, we haven't. With many characters. No, but, we haven't. But when you create new characters, when they die or disappear for some reason, uh, I always, of course, have a discussion with the one making a new character. Like, okay, yeah. why are you going to join this gang? Yeah. Yeah. And I listened to that as well. And I think that it was so much that he was talking about that... Um, that you really would gain a lot of of uh, diving deep into because it would be it would uh, i guess it would be much more fun to play when you have all those uh things mm. clear mm. in your head yeah. and also i think it was him who was talking about um that if you don't have anything to say in a situation mm. uh don't say don't anything. Say anything. Yeah. Cuz yeah. if if you feel that you can't add anything to the situation yeah. that then that just sit back. Yeah. And you can be calm that somebody else is going to talk and yeah. that mm. they could have their moment. Sometimes I feel like I really would like to listen to that more. I mean, sometimes mm. you just mm. Something just comes out of your you because, but it's also that you have to follow your in instincts, instincts, yeah, and your sure. when you when when you mm. get that uh, feeling that you need mm. something, you have to go with that as well. So mm. it's it's a difficult thing to do, yeah. but but I think it's I also think it's more important for them who are always who are often like five players in a GM. Yeah, then it's even more important to sit back once in a while. We often yeah. record like three players in a GM, yeah. and then you need more people to to jump in. So it's not as important for us as it is for them, but it's definitely a, a huge lesson to learn, and it's definitely something important to 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 think on. I, I totally agree with you on that, and it's it's a great interview. If you haven't listened to our interview with Joe Ryan, it's especially as I think as a role player. Yeah, you know, as yeah. a as a gamer, if you want to be a good role player, yeah, it's a it's, there are many great lessons to learn from from that interview as well. I Absolutely. Yeah. All right, um, let's see here. We have two questions, I think, from Facebook from Marcus. Uh, I think, or maybe just a second one. Anyway, is there any of the characters you played that are more like you as a person? I see here, it says Vani as you, as a northern-born guy, maybe. That must be Christer. <laughs> because he's <laughs> always the one talking about you being from the north. Yeah. So that one should... I, I'm guessing that one's from Christer. Yeah. <coughs> well, um, 
I'm I wouldn't say that I'm anything like Vani. Mm. Vani is uh, very different from me, and mm. uh, but but I I feel so much joy in playing that character. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why it comes really easy for me mm. to to do it, and I love it. To, what about your Coriolis character, um, uh, Elfie? Effie, yeah. Effie, 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 yeah. Is he out of Odvir, Vani, and Effie? Is he the one that's slightly more towards you? Yeah, maybe, but he's more technical, you know, mm. uh, technically interested. And but you're t- you're techie, aren't yeah. you? You always bring like every time we meet, you bring a new gadget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, maybe, but maybe it is, uh, and uh, but. And Oddware, I mean, the insecurity of Oddware, I think that we have in common. And uh, the the feelings, to the, the closeness to the feelings, I've always been, you know, I've been so embarrassed when I when I was a kid for, because I was so emotional. Mm. And uh, so, um, I mean, I could cry to, to everything. Um, mm. And I, I was really embarrassed about that because, as a um, man from the northern part of Sweden, you sh- you shouldn't. Uh, I don't know. Being emotional, what was not the the the, the coolest primary, thing. You know. <laughs> but well, what about a Khalid then? Uh, very protective of his wife and very loving and caring. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's not it's not very much me. (laughs) 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 I was laughing, so I'm fainting. (laughs) I think I popped a vein in my head. (laughs) Stop it! Ouch! Okay. We need well. to move on, or I'm gonna. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I think I almost had a stroke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. uh, well, the next one is from <laughs> Facebook and Marcus, and it's it's adjacent to the one we just asked, which is uh, which one do you did you enjoy playing the most? Um, I I think it's Vani, but I really loved playing Oddware as as well, uh, and and being the first character that that I made for a role playing game, uh, I had a mm. lot of feeling for him, and I I felt in a way that it was so unfair that uh, that we had that, that I took him from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will never forgive you. I mean, it's it's a lesson you had to learn. Like, if there's a yeah. huge, chunky tank kind of monster, I was actually you don't really go up sad. in single combat against him when you have two in strength. Yeah, I think it was a lesson you needed to learn, Jacob. I didn't I think so. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson. <laughs> oh, my son, I had to hurt. I think I almost popped my jaw as well. okay this one we've had i think everyone every single couch conversation we've had 
this question has come up. This one is also from Facebook from Martin. Uh, as a professional actor, what tricks of the trade do you bring to playing RPGs? Well, um, I think that uh, Matthias have given you uh, a really good answer for what you can think of when you create a character and when you are going into a scene. During um, his conversa- conversation. Yeah, yeah, and he had those seven questions for an actor. But if I would add something to that, I mean, uh, he it's like, who are you? Uh, where are you? Where are you coming from? Where are you going? Um, what time is it? Um, those those questions. Uh, what do you want? The want is really really important and why do you want it i think that's the the seven right out of my head but if i would add something to that is when you've done your homework when you've done all things then when you know who you are and the background of the character um to put yourself in the perspective of the character you can use stanislavski's magical if, which is... Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> what? No, no if, not... Uh, if, I thought you said F. Magical if. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And uh, if is magical because, says Stanislavski, um, that it helps you getting into the character. So you know that you're not Odwir or you're not Vani. You know that as as the actor. But if you were Vani, with all his experience, with his background, with his wants and needs and everything, uh, what would you do? What would you, Jacob, do if you were that character? And in that way, if is magical because that puts you in the perspective of that person. So you get to know your character, you get to know everything about it, about him or her, and then you ask yourself, if I was this character, with all the memories, with everything that uh, this character uh, is, what would I do? Hmm? I remember that from... My drama teacher, Jacob. Yeah, good. I remember that. <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were so adamant about that. Like, yes, you're not that character. But if you were, yeah. with all of the background and all of the... I remember that. All right. From Josef on Facebook. Tell us about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Mm. <laughs> but do you mean my mother? <laughs> yes, your mother. Uh, well, She's a wonderful woman. I met her. Yeah, She's a fantastic yeah, woman. Yeah, she is. Um, I, I mean, my mother is, is really very funny and she's mm. very uh, caring and she's, and she's very... Um, She's so alive. Yeah, she's she so is. she's so she laughs a lot. Yeah, she's so present. Very present. Very much. Very interested mm. in in mm. new things and and people 
and and she wants to know and she wants to be participate in everything and um she really had pushed me to do what what I wanted to do uh mm. all my courage and my occup- occupation uh, I think I got from from her she said always just do what you want believe in yourself and do what you That's want That's amazing My mother when she went to one of my gigs she says well you're no caruso <laughs> well <laughs> i had my share of that as well i mean i have a father as well you know <laughs> um this next one is from joshua uh, our demon lord patron on on uh, discord but i th- i think it's it's uh, it's actually i'm sorry but i think it's more a question for me uh Okay. Like how much freedom do you guys give yourselves when you're doing the expansions? And by that I think he means like the bitter reach and, and blood march. Uh what do you avoid and what do you look at? But we can both talk about, of course, but I think it's uh the the, the no spoiler attitude that we try to have. Mm. We don't play the official adventures that that the the um the actual campaigns for the expansions. We just use the expansions as a backdrop for our story. So I think there is almost nothing of Raven's Perch in our first seasons of Forbidden Lands. And in season three, when we were up in the Bitter Reach, there's there's a geography. Mm. It's just, and the geography almost forces you to come to the shore in the east and then travel west, west over the tundra to the mountains, to the glacier, and then head back. It's, it's, it just feels like the way that setting is supposed to be played. But when it comes to the actual story of the Bitter Reach, the actual campaign, we didn't, we didn't even touch that at all. No. There was a monster... There was an NPC or two, uh, but you met them very briefly. Yeah, yeah. And in, in the blood marches, been a bit more. I mean, we we've we've done some stuff now at uh, at Oxengelder. Yep. It's and it's even yeah. So it's this time we're, Don't we're actually. Spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. But I'm just saying like it's we, we're not touching the campaign whatsoever. No. Uh, but there are s- more key players that gets a bigger role in your story, yeah. Than have been in Raven from Raven's Perch and Bitter Reach, yeah. Uh, not to a huge degree, but it's um, it's some new stuff. Yeah, exactly. We we still use the the Blood March as a backdrop for our story, but I've chosen to include a few key players. Uh, not in the way that they're I mean they still have agendas that are similar to to the to the ones in in the books but but I use them differently very differently than than they're supposed to be used I think in the campaign so it's still kind of spoiler free I think yeah I think so too. I, uh, yeah, and you I have some long head. lines <laughs> some long character lines going on all the time mm. long storylines mm. and then you mm. have short adventures mm. spinning out from those lines yeah exactly you need some side quests yeah and then you need to move the main quest along and the main quest of course being gathering the alliance against the rust brothers and then one from uh 
from June uh, that I think is applicable here as well. I remember this one from England's conversation. Uh, but I think Jon wrote, if I remember correctly, uh, that I could ask this for all of you. Um, how much, when you're playing, how much is actual feelings and how much is acting? And is there a difference between when you're playing role-playing games or when you're on a stage on theater? Acting is uh, actual feelings for me. Uh, I have to put myself into the situation so much that I believe in it and so much that it evokes my my feelings. Uh, without that, I feel like I'm lying. So I wouldn't accept mm. that. I would be... Faking it. I I would be angry with myself if, if mm. I would faking it. You wouldn't be following Stanislavski's magical if? Uh, well, no. Uh, because if you follow that then you and it's not uh, it's not out of respect for uh, Mr. Stanislavski <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's more <coughs> like um, I mean I remember uh, being quite young uh, as an actor uh, I got the um, I think it was Kjørsbergs Trigården Chekhov what is what is it called in Cherry Garden maybe uh, maybe uh, well that's uh, a direct translation at least so yeah. it might be called the Cherry Garden um, and uh, he was um, it was the merchant and he he was coming in on the stage and he was really happy because he had bought the 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 house the big house the big mansion and uh he was laughing it said said in the script laughs loud and and i was trying i was trying to and i was like <laughs> and i just felt so so it was like no this is so wrong i can't do it and and i almost almost uh, felt that I can't be an actor because I can't even laugh um, uh, for real. Uh, mm. I, I felt so fake doing it. Mm. And uh, then I realized that I kind of, I di- didn't have as, I didn't have a loud laugh as a private person either. So how could I know about that? Mm. You have to, to know the feeling to, to be able to, in some way to be able to play it. And, mm. and you can put a lot of things together to get a feeling that you have never felt, but, um, but like laughing out loud would be something that you... Um, that, that really showed if you did it um, if if you were real mm, or it mm. would, you, you would feel it instantly mm. another question that many have asked and asked us to uh, ask me to ask all of you guys is do you have a favorite game that we've played uh, well as I told you I'm fond of uh, fantasy I, I mm. really love those games so I, I would say Forbidden Lands is is my f- favorite game but uh, and I was really suspicious when trying out other games uh, mm-hmm. especially like 
Tales from the Loop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and that would be from my childhood. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the 80s, growing up, and, and um, but <coughs> but I I liked them really much as well. So, um, but it's it's something to be in that fairy tale or that that um, that world where everything can happen and when you get to to have a a sword and, a <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of it's 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 childish but it, but it, it's simple and but I I, mm. I like it yeah is there, is there an RPG out there you really want to try yeah I think uh, I know this one yeah you know um it's this one with blades in the dark I really I I read uh some of the some of it and I really want to play that one. I think that they have such a such an interesting um uh, I don't know if it's, if you call it an engine or if you call it uh, mm-hmm. but but the possibility a to rules go mechanic uh, yeah, I'd call it. Yeah, that's because yeah, I think I know what, what you're is. getting yeah. to. Yeah. Um that you you can uh if you if you come to a decision where where you have uh when you have to do something you could actually go back in time and say that uh, you you say that well uh, i was really planning this yesterday and i got uh uh what is it the hook at the end of a rope that you throw up to climb a wall you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Stop judging us. Yeah. We're from Sweden, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um that um if you say that you have one of those th- um, you have to go back and play that when when you got got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, how you play that situation uh, then you bring that. It determines you, what happens what in happens. the actual scene later. Yeah, so that's. I, I think that's. If you a, don't do really a very good job at that scene, the the rope might break, or you know, there might something be a noise, or something will happen. Yeah. If you do do good job about it, then you just climb the rope. Yeah, and I think it's 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 an exciting. I, I love that mm. ID, mm. and and also. Uh, that follows the some of the rules with theater as well that you show things that you just you don't just tell about it that you but you mm. also show mm. what happens and uh, I'd love to take the audience with us when we we are doing uh, the stuff that we mm. uh, were supposed to prepare mm. do you have any final words the listeners final words oh my god that felt like <laughs> sounds ominous yeah <laughs> um i would say it's never too late to learn something new and uh, i would say that uh nobody can teach you anything um, nobody can teach you anything no okay you are learning from you can learn things from anybody everything that you know you have learned you have done the work you have done mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if you're good at something don't let anybody else take credit for that you have learned it you have mm-hmm. walked that mile to get that knowledge mm-hmm. 
even though somebody might have been friendly enough to show you Pointed the way right direction yeah. yeah but you have done the job and you can do that over and over again so don't you ever forget that thank you jacob so much for joining me on the couch thank you Andres. drinking some wine having some conversations nice and thank you for listening to this couch conversation i have to say this also i have to say this also and um, all of you that listens and patrons and well whoever you are we really really uh love you for that for listening to that to this podcast and for listening to what we are doing and uh i i think it's uh i think that it's hard to kind of um express that i i don't feel that mm-hmm. we do it in, enough really mm. it, it means a lot that it means so much yeah every comment we get on social media or on patreon every time we see a you know a, a, an increase in listeners every time we see a new country on the world map where someone suddenly has started listening it brings us so much joy yeah it's fantastic and we're touched in our hearts truly by people who are listening and engaging it's yeah it's it's humbling and it's it's exhilarating at the same time it is great final words both of both of your final words were, were really good <laughs> yeah, yeah have a good one guys have a good one and join us next time won't you when sweden rolls once, once again